0: Another great day this morning. Welcome once again, everyone, to our Potter's Gate online broadcast. This is Sunday morning. We want to thank God. This is the 26th of the month of June. We want to bless the Lord for another beautiful, wonderful, glorious day. He has ushered into our lives. Wherever you are this morning, I want to welcome you to. Join us this morning and celebrate uh, with us as we look into something very important this morning. This is something I felt the Spirit of the Lord dropped in my spirit. In fact, not I felt the Spirit of the Lord actually dropped this uh, uh, topic into my spirit this morning. And I thought we are going to... You just look you know look into it and uh, uh, see what amen the lord will have us you know uh, uh, understand as it relates to the relevancy of our life and our advancement particularly in this season of transition we're going to be dealing with the issue of loneliness how do we overcome this a uh, uh, pandemic this destructive uh, 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 emotional dysfunctionality that is uh, uh, destroying so many but uh, very few people are talking about it it, particularly in the church we don't talk about it we don't address it because um it is one of those uh you know areas that we feel we should not talk about or we you know just want to shy away <clears throat> away from but uh somehow I, I I was able to connect one or two points amen that is very uh, uh relevant to the nature of the days of you know of our journey with God, and I hope that this morning we'll be able to do justice to this uh, topic. Thank you so very much, my dear sister. Welcome this morning, Sister Priscilla. Welcome. Good morning to you. I hope you had a blessed uh, night. Uh, anyone joining me this morning, I want to also want to welcome you. I know it's Sunday morning. Many people will be going to their various. <clears throat> excuse me, place of worship uh, this morning. But of course, what we do on this platform is for those who in one way or the other are not able to go to a physical, you know, uh, church to meet somewhere or are just going through a season of, uh, 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 you know, you know if you will transition there are all kinds of things that is happening in our life that sometimes does not allow us to go to a physical place but more so for those people who maybe in 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 the past have been involved in the church greatly and in fact those are you know the people that we are focusing on people that have been you know you know greatly you know involved in the work of church ministry but so many things have happened in their life like one of the things I'm going to be talking about this morning Alright, so many things have happened in their life and they withdrew themselves from, you know, if you will, the congregation from, you know, a local assembly and uh, those people should not be disenfranchised, amen, from the truth. In fact, I believe that those are the people Jesus said. I have not come for those that are, that are well. I've come for those that are sick. Amen. And many of us, amen, including me in the past, you know, I've been emotionally sick, you know, you know, psychologically sick, if you will, mentally sick, because when you say somebody is mentally sick, amen, that does not necessarily mean that the person is going to the, to the being to pick food or, you know, speaking to himself or herself or doing some, you know, things out there that we define as a, 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 as a, as a lunatic. All right. Sometimes, when the way we think, Amen, is is disconnected, is is disfigured, Amen, and all kinds of things happen in our life that uh, as derail or you know shift our sense of life, our sense of focus, our sense of vision, our sense of you know humanity, you know those things, Amen, must be addressed as as disease because we are not at ease with ourselves, we're not at ease with our life, we're not at ease with our our mindset, Amen. So something has happened and. Of course we need to you know get the necessary, uh, the necessary healing and deliverance if you will and i believe this morning one of the things that we are going to be looking into amen is on this subject because to me this subject is very very critical very important that amen we don't you know shift away from it here is it amen four causes of loneliness all right, these are four important reasons why people find themselves in this state. And like I said, this is something that most people don't address. In fact, churches don't address it. Uh, the world talks about it, but of course, they talk about it talk about it from their own myopic little, you know, position. We want to address this, uh, you know, this uh, uh, issue from a very broad, you know, uh, uh, global dimension which of course deals with the nature of the days that we live in want to talk about amen this from the nature of the days that we live in and i'm going to be addressing that amen from that point uh, uh, uh before we pray maybe i should just you know put the scripture there as as a foundation all right to to what we're going to be dealing with because this scripture in daniel 12 1 amen it gives us a broad picture a broad concept amen of why we are going to find ourselves in a state or in a position where we might just be distressed and of course loneliness, Amen. Is is a manifestation of distress. Yes, that's one of the key, you know, factors where people find themselves in a state where they become lonely. And, I, and I'm going to be sharing with us why I'm dealing with this. Because even our sense of spirituality can become something that we do. It's just, we, you know, we go through emotion. Amen. But we are not actually present. We are not involved, even in that which we claim to be doing. Amen. As spiritual. So we can be praying and not be praying. Amen. We can be, in the church and not be in the church. Yes, if your mind, if the state of your mind, the state of your life, eh, the state of your you know existence, your focus, your sense of vision, your sense of worth, amen, is not is not is not present. It's not aligning, amen, to what the scripture defines, amen, as you know as a as a as a as a preferred life. There's a way the Lord wants us to live our life. There's a way He wants us to exhibit our concept of life's lifestyle and existence, amen. That nothing external should be able to impact us to the point where we become dysfunctional amen if those things are not addressed and not properly you know uh, uh, um, addressed then we are going to at some point we're going to find ourselves amen in a state of loneliness maybe you found yourself there maybe you've been in that situation maybe you have you've gone through it or you are going through it then Let's, let's see how the Lord, amen, will, will speak to us and help us, amen, because we are in a day where God demands that we have wholeness and wholeness is not something that is taught by yoga, wholeness is not something that is even dealt with completely by physician, if we're gonna deal with wholeness, then it has to be spirit, soul and body, amen, we have to be whole mentally, emotionally amen, psychologically we have to be whole, amen, in our in our, you know perception, amen, in our sense of, you know, existence, in our sense of identity, amen, because all of this at the end of the day, amen speaks into, you know, our 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 sense of productivity so let's pray father once again we thank you we, we bless your holy name for you, you you're, you're worthy of praise you're worthy of glory and you have brought us to this uh, point of truth as we deal with, yes, breaking away from the issues that have that have dispossessed us, yes, to the point where we you are calling us to go forth and repossess. We pray, Lord Jesus, that this truth again, yes, will permeate our being. This word, oh God, will have a place within our life, oh God. This word will resonate with us. This word will bring us to the point and place of healing and restoration. Our life will be transformed to the glory glory of your name. I thank you in Jesus name. Amen. Once again, welcome. If you're joining us this morning, please uh, if there's anyone out there, you know, should listen to this uh, uh, teaching. This is a now word. This is a present truth. Amen. This is a word I believe that is going to minister healing transformation and of course deliverance to you. Like I said, you've seen it there. If you're watching, amen. Four points, amen, that yeah, I believe are the cause, are the major cause. there are more, but these are the you know, four major points that I believe are the cause of loneliness, amen? And loneliness, amen, is something we all need to deal with, amen? Even if you have uh, what can be defined as as a happy family, as a good home, amen? There are all kinds of things that is happening within our life, amen? Within our environment, within our nation. And in fact, it's from that point that I'll be addressing this thing. Bible talk about, amen, you know, us engaging the, the days of the end. And the Bible says the days of the end are days of distress, great distress, okay? So four points that will lead to, you know, uh, the fifth point, which of course will be deception. I call them the deeds of loneliness, all right? The D's of loneliness. The first one, as you can see there, amen, is disappointment. The second one is dissatisfaction. The third one is disconnection. And of course, the, the fourth one is disillusion. And disillusion will lead us to, amen, a point and a place if not addressed to that point of deception. And it's from deception that we begin to buy into the lies of the enemy. That, you know, we begin to look at ourselves. A lot of people today are going through all kinds of things. And it's important we address these things. Why? Because we want to be, amen, believers. We want to be Christians, amen, who, who who are out there, you know, producing and yielding the fruit that God ordained for us. But like I always said, the battle is within. For us to be able to bear fruit, we have to know that, okay, the right seed has been sown upon the soils of our hearts. Amen. So, when we talk about prayer, we talk about engaging the things of the kingdom, we talk about advancement, we, you know, all of the expressions that we give to us, our sense of spirituality, amen, being spiritual, being empowered, all of that, amen, will be speaking to this point. If we have not Address this point. If we have not dealt with this point, amen. If we have not come to, to terms that there are things that we need to deal with in, within our, you know, social, you know, uh, 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 psyche, within our emotional psyche, within our sense of, you know, a culture, amen. Within our sense of, you know, uh, uh, you know, identity as humans. If we have not addressed this thing, then we really do not understand what redemption, amen, and salvation is all about. Because the point and the place of redemption and our salvation. Should address this point. But you'll agree with me that amen. We 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 seldom address this thing because most of the time we don't really think that they are relevant or we don't even know that they should be involved. Amen. In our many believers we went through what you call, you know, you know, salvational class, you know, a uh, 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 spiritual development class. But this points, amen, are not addressed. In fact, those who go through, I can remember back in the days, you go through a a period of deliverance, you know, when you lead people to salvation, then sometimes we take them through deliverance. But these points, amen, at at the end, amen, are not really addressed because they are not things that many are aware of as points that needs to be dealt with as christians as believers most of when people are going through this thing all right we we, we, te- we tell them to go to see a, you know a psychiatrist to go and see a you know a therapy to go to you know to the hospital and all of that and yet yes it's important that people really go you know get a medical you know uh, 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 you know examination regarding this thing but most of this thing are spiritual Amen. These issues that we're dealing with are spiritual issues and we need to address them as spiritual. Amen. Because these are fronts. Amen. These are just fronts for the enemy to get into our space, to get into our life. Amen. These are fronts. Amen. To, to for, for the enemy to derail us, to, to hinder, to frustrate and in fact to seek to destroy the counsel and the purpose of God for our life. So I want us as we begin to understand the nature of the days that we are living. As we deal with the issues of the reset, amen, and the and the pandemics and all of the things happening within our world, as we deal with amen, uh, uh, um, issues of bad governance, amen, bad leadership, as we deal with corruption, as we deal with all kinds of issues happening across the globe, the, globe, the Bible called them, amen, the distress. There will be a spirit of distress that will be falling upon the nations. Like I said, it's from this point that I want us to look at this concept this morning. Yeah, let me finish this uh, scripture in Daniel's. At that time, Michael, the great prince, all right, the great prince who stands, amen, and watch over the people will rise up. Now, look at this. Will rise up. uh, uh, the, 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 The continuation says, there will be a time of distress, a time of distress the likes of which will never have occurred from the beginning of the nations until that time. You know, when we address issues of end time, the last days, amen, we, 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 we seldom zero into this point that there is, there is an emotion, there is a state, there is a condition of life, amen, that will, will be taking place, that will affect our emotion. More than ever before, amen, emotions and sense of psyche amen, and concept of lifestyle and thinking amen, are becoming you know even more reduced, are becoming more susceptible to, of course, to the to the you know to the scripture of the enemy, the plan of the enemy, like the scripture says, the enemy has come to steal, to kill. And to destroy. Now the point is: Why is this stealing in our life? Why is this killing? And what does he want to destroy? All of this, amen. That the enemy is 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 doing, amen, is geared to us, amen. The condition of our life is geared to us. The condition of our mind, of our soul, of our you know, if you will, our emotion. Yes, is coming to steal certain things that will cause us to be disappointed. Is coming to kill certain things that will cause us to be dissatisfied. And of course. Once we get to this realm, we become disconnected from the real thing, from the real life. Amen. We become disillusioned. Hallelujah. And of course, that now pushes us to the point where we begin to embrace the lie of the enemy, which is called deception. Deception amen and of course once we once we buy into deception we have allowed the enemy or we have given the enemy the leeway the power amen yes over our lives and it will continue to lie and steal from you in every area of your life it will steal from amen your sense of what it will steal from amen your sense of you know belong it will steal from your sense of identity He will do whatever he can amen to make sure that you are reduced to amen a person who is unfruitful and who is unproductive so We want to look at this point, and I hope, I pray, amen, that the things that we're going to be addressing will allow us, will give us, if you will, an opening to, to, to let God come into our life, to let God address this area. Because like I always say, we can open one part of our life to God, and there can be, you know, a thousand and one areas that we have shut him away, all right? So, we have to really open up to, you know, to, to to the healing process of God, to the mind of God, to the will of God. When when the Bible says, let this mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus, that is not some cheap, you know, uh, uh, scripture, you know, that we just quote. We have to understand that allowing the mind of Christ into our space, amen, means that, amen, all of the faculty that defines how Christ lived life, looked at things, amen, addressed, amen, his day, how he lived life, how did he live life? to the point that amen the the, the the battles of his day the battles within his home his family amen did not put him to that point where he becomes depressed where he become depressed Hallelujah. because these things will cause us to be depressed amen these things will cause us to be amen to be deceived and we need to address and we need to build if you will a buffer within our spiritual life amen that will prevent the enemy's attack the bible says there will be a time of distress The like of which, amen, will never have occurred from the beginning of the nations. But we need to address these things. Now, let's quickly go to uh, one or two points that I've, I've laid down. I said, loneliness is an emotional disease. Is an emotional disease, is a disease to be lonely, particularly if it's a protected loneliness, amen. Is an emotional you know disease or dysfunctionality, amen, that affects our ability to be effective to, to effectively function, amen, as humans. Amen. It affects our productivity. It's there to stop us from believing in what, Amen. We have been, we have been, we have been called. We we've, we've been assigned, Amen. When you find yourself in a state of loneliness, you know, like I know, Amen, that productivity hits, you know, bottom low. Because your sense of productivity, amen, starts from, amen, your sense of being motivated. Being motivated is a condition, amen, of your spirit man, is a condition of your spirit man that influences, that affects, amen, how you see your world, how you see, amen, yourself, how you see your environment, yes so we have to understand that these are things amen that are are, are crucial amen so I, I, I'm, I'm trying to give us some quick some quick definition here we say loneliness is an emotional disease or amen or dysfunctionality that affects amen that affects our mind's ability to 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 effectively function as humans when you see people who are, who are unable to function who are unable amen to 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 carry out their their service or their ministry in whatever area of life check into their state of emotion take check into their state amen of emotion our emotion plays a huge role amen within the structures of our existence but guess what that is one area that we have allowed amen ourselves to be robbed to be to be deceived Today, the world system basically controls our emotion. The world controls how we feel. Amen. The world that we live in today, amen, is investing hugely, amen, in determining our sense of emotion, our sense of, you know, uh, 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 you know worth, our sense of belief, our sense of identity. You understand? Yes. We cannot talk about being productive either as a man of God, amen, or as, you know, as a manager of a business, of a business or even as a prophet, amen, if you have a damaged emotion, if you have a dysfunctional emotion, if you don't have, you know, what people would define as a disciplined emotion because the word discipline itself, amen, speaks into different types of dimensions of understanding that help us to keep this concept of of lifestyle, of belief system, amen. Discipline is not just about doing one particular thing no it speaks into various various aspects of amen, understanding life and then from that point we are able to make decisions amen when you when you are suffering from a, a condition of loneliness amen uh, you, you are you're vulnerable you become vulnerable in fact that's the plan of the enemy amen, to make you vulnerable, amen, to make you susceptible to the lies of the enemy, to the, you know to, 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 you know, to the deceptions of the enemy, yes, because somebody that is that is lonely can no longer think straight, can no longer think right, can no longer think, think through things, amen, you're you giving to the lies of the enemy, you're giving to, amen, what the enemy wants you to see, what the enemy wants you to believe, amen, so we have to understand this thing, and I believe that we're flagging this thing for various reasons. Because we live in the end of days. Amen. The Bible says distress will be will be the character will be the character of the of the days that we live in. Distress of the nation. Distress of the nation. When the nations are distressed, of course it will impact your life. Like I always say, what of the things that happened to us, but, you know, in the past three years, I think that nobody, you know, is really addressing, you know, people are not giving into, you know, how has this thing impacted my life? You know, what have we, you know, achieved or learned or developed? How have we learned to do things differently from you know since we came out of the pandemic you know a few days ago South African you know government they lift the band of wearing masks all right you can walk around without mask you know everybody today is like, well these things well they these are just events that happen and let's move on with our life but these are not just events these are landmark events that have altered. Amen. Our sense of life, our sense of existence, our sense of identity, our sense of womanhood, our sense of manhood. Amen. Things happen to us, amen, to, to alter how we feel, how we think, how we see. Look at the 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 the, the mass, the number of people that died, that place on our psyche, that place on our sense of what? Value human life. So many things have happened to us psychologically that have altered us. And that's the plan of the enemy. We are Constantly, constantly being altered. We're constantly, amen, being being adjusted, amen, negatively, and that's why we have to understand what the spirit of God is flagging in this in this season, so that we do not yield ourselves to the narrative that the enemy, amen, is 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 is, is, is portraying and is you know promoting out there. We have to understand that the battles of the last day has begun, and that battle begins with how we see ourselves, how we look at ourselves, how we understand understand ourselves how we engage with life you have to be in the present you have to understand amen what the spirit of God amen is saying to you oh sister Myrtle Morty the signal is bad on your side sorry I guess it's a book thing because I was also speaking to Tina yesterday and she was also complaining about the signal we pray for a quick signal a better signal all right, so we we, we we believe in God that this truth, amen, will really help us to understand how to build ourselves. The issue of, you know, finding joy, but let me not even begin to get into that walking in joy and living our life beyond, amen, the expectations of men. You know many things that is being taught out there. You know as concept to well-being, alright? Yes, but beyond the well-being, we have to have a you know, a, a, you know, if you will, a, a, a sound state of a sound state of spiritual existence because it's from there that we are able to minister. We are able to filter truth into the state of our mind, our thoughts. So when the Bible says, "Let the mind, let the mind of Christ be in you," that is a profound statement because it's not just about how Christ thinks. It's about everything that defines, amen, the existence of Christ, the way he looked at life, the way he sees things, the way he interacted with humans, amen, the way he understood the world, amen. This concept that we're dealing with speaks into how we look at life, how we look at ourselves, how we look at the world we live in. Having a biblical view to life having having a biblical philosophy to life if we have amen the kind of uh, you know philosophy that the world system wants us to have i tell you today you'll be living in a state of a of, of one that is victimized you'll be living in a state of one that is defeated you'll be living in a state where you're asking all kinds of questions because that's what the devil amen wants us to you know, uh, you know, you know, to, 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 to come into. So we are asking ourselves question. We've seen ourselves as one, amen, who has failed. We've seen ourselves, amen, who, who, who has been disappointed. So we need to know what God, amen, as given to us as a template of, of living, as a template of dealing with life. Amen. We need to know how to deal with our past. We need to know how to engage with our present. And we need to know how to keep our mind focused in terms of, amen, moving towards the next dimension of God's intention for our life, which is, amen, the definition of a future. So the Bible says, and, or rather before I go to what the Bible says, let, let me continue with this definition I'm giving to you. Well, I'm, I, I felt the Lord really wants us to look at this on Sunday morning because, men, I tell you, I can, and and I, I, I hate to say this, but this is the fact that 80 to 90 percent of the people who are in a so, so-called physical, you know, uh, uh position, you know, some location, you know, having service today, including some of the men of God, amen, are dealing with issues that they cannot share with other people. Issues, amen, that is really bugging their life, that is affecting, impacting their emotion, alright? You see, when Christianity becomes a performance, then we're in a dangerous point. We are on a dangerous point. When our our sense of spirituality, our sense of walk with God just become a performance, we are in a dangerous point. And I believe that that is the point where many people are right now. It's just a performance. Just go perform. Alright? Particularly if your performance, Amen? Rather, if your income depends on your performance, you want to be at your best. But being at your best does not really prove or mean that amen, indeed, you're giving your best, that you are reflecting your best. All right. Because acting, amen, and really expressing a life that is that is that is established on truth are two different things. Today, our work has been reduced to an acting. uh, Amen. We are also pursuing the world of entertainment. You know, like I know, amen. That entertainment today, amen, is 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 the is the is the biggest and is the most richest. Industry, amen, out there. Everything that is that is being done are being done to entertain us, amen. Including those who are into manufacturing, whatever we're manufacturing, whatever we are trying to create, whatever innovation we're trying to bring up, at the end of the day, if it's not speaking to Amen, entertaining humans, it's not gonna sell. Why? Because those who are in the world of psychology understands, amen, that people are, are collapsing. The, the people are falling. Amen. Yes. People are, are, are falling apart emotionally. So you need to continually present them with something that will jack them up, that will keep them up. You know, it's like one on drugs. It's like, it's like one being sustained by, you know, some, you know, a, 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 a you know, substance out there. In fact, it is a substance, amen. The world of entertainment is a world, amen, of selling substance that keeps us entertained so we don't collapse, so we don't finally give up, you understand? And that's the world we live in. Today, our sense of spirituality is no longer giving us that joy. Remember that what what satisfies us should be the very reflection or manifestation of joy. If If you do a survey, I mean, I've not done that, but that's something that we can do. If you do a survey of the level of Christian Christians expressing joy or manifesting joy today, I can tell you that it will be less than 10%. Many Christians today are not happy. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm using that word happy amen, as a reflection of being satisfied. Amen. Because happiness and joy are two different things, but they work hand in hand Yes, God wants us to be happy, but He also wants us to have joy. Remember, joy is a product of the Spirit. Amen. Happiness is as a result of what you have done that you are satisfied with. I did this, I'm satisfied. You get happiness from it. It's not just about the acquiring of, you know, a, a new car, a new house, but that's also good. all right. If you're able to move from a one-bedroom apartment to a two-bedroom apartment, that's an achievement and you should be happy about that. You should be happy that at least you're no longer where you were three, four, five years ago. Amen. There's a, there's a, there's, there's, there's something you have done that has given you a sense, amen, of achievement, and that comes from happiness. Yes, but amen, that is important. But that is not as important as you're not having anything, but you are so full of, you know, joy. You're satisfied. That has become a very difficult thing today to find. Because what I'm doing right now, this is a service, amen. This is this is this is a ministry. Ministry is a service, right? But this alone does not define my fulfillment. My fulfillment comes because amen. I, I have a proximity. You see, and this is why I keep talking about the place of prayer. I keep talking about the place, amen, of your relationship with God. Because that's the only place, amen, that you have in order to have joy. Joy comes from God. Joy does not come from what we have done. Joy does not come from what we have achieved. Joy comes. It's a spirit, amen. It comes from God. But like I said, very few people today, amen, are living, are living on earth filled with joy. And the reason for that is because all kinds of things are happening within our world, within our life, amen. That we are that we are not aware of, of, of their objective, amen. Many things are happening around our life that we are not, you know, uh, uh, we're, we're not sure of, amen. And of course, <laughs> the issue of not having a clear understanding of the ideology or the philosophy, amen, of the true gospel the gospel of materialism, the gospel of, amen, name it and claim it, amen, as as, as 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 brought us to a point and a place where we are no longer being satisfied by any other, th- by anything, because no no amount of, you know, uh, uh, new things we get that can really bring us to the point of, satisf- of fulfillment. And what the soul is looking for, what the soul is looking for, amen, is fulfillment. The soul wants to be fulfilled. The, the human soul wants to be fulfilled wants to have joy amen and like I said joy comes from God so we keep we keep we keep giving our soul all kinds of things okay if I can get another uh this if I can you know get into that relationship if I can acquire that thing if I can get another degree if I can, all those things are good but they don't bring amen fulfillment joy into our space and this is why we find ourselves amen in the state of loneliness you know, when you read the definition of the world, it's amazing how backwards the world system are. Now, I, I, I try to check this dictionary. In fact, when you go on Google and you, you, you search for the meaning of loneliness, it's amazing what you're going to get. Listen to the definition I got on Google. It says, loneliness is sadness because one has no friend or a companion. They say loneliness. This is from definitions online. They say loneliness is sadness, amen, because one does not have a friend or a company. That's true. That's partial truth. If if our if our sense of you know fulfillment or joy comes because you know uh, we have friends and we have company that we keep. Then it means that we really do not understand who we are. That means that, amen, friends and company or people defines, amen, our level of joy. Yes, God wants us to be people of, you know, relationship. In fact, I'm going to be showing us that scripture soon. All right. It was God Himself that said, it is not good for man, amen, to be all one, to be alone. The Lord God said, it is not good for man to be alone. So, what what does alone mean to God and what does alone mean to man? I think that's a good point, amen, to to, to look into. What does it mean to be alone? When God says it's not good for man to be alone, what what was in his mind? What is he thinking about? What is his definition? Because you, you will agree with me that the that the definition of 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 God, the definition of truth, the definition of the Bible, amen, the way God definition comes from comes from you know a philosophy all definition comes from a philosophy so if you have a wrong philosophy of course your definition will be will be wrong <laughs> amen so even when we are looking at the world's definition we, we need to look at them through the prism of god's truth or else we will be derailed We will be misled i mean if god said it's not good for man to be alone god said i will make for him a suitable partner a suitable partner, a suitable health meet. That is God's definition. Alright? So, so in, in the fulfillment of a divine purpose, in the fulfillment of a divine agenda, amen, in God's mind, in God's prophetic mind, in God's, amen, uh, 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 intelligence, he looked at man and he said, it's not good for you to be Alone. Remember, I said, I've always said this that being alone and being lonely, amen, are two different things, amen, but there's a connecting point. There are two different things, but there's a connecting point. I'm addressing this point because I tell you, the nature of the days of the end will demand that we know certain things about ourselves, about the nature of the world we live in, and about what God, Amen, have said. The, the scripture already told us that in the last days, perilous times will come. Amen. And one of the things that we say about perilous times is that, amen, self will become the, the projecting, you know, value system, amen, of of, of humanity, self. They'll be lovers of money, they'll be lovers of themselves, amen. They will hate parents, they will, yes, but it's all about me, myself and I. And the more we project self, you will will assume that the more I take care of myself, the more I undo myself, the more I do everything to keep myself, the more I'm going to be happy, the more I'm going to be secure, the more I'm going to be fulfilled. But the opposite is what we're seeing. Like I said, the world we live in today is a world, amen, that is doing everything to you know to 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 invest in how you can find fulfillment. Amen. And somebody says, Well, I don't need a man in my life, but I need sex. So it's fine. We can, we can, we can agree to have sex, but we don't need to be close. We don't we, we don't need to be you know that intimate, but we can sex is like today is like it's like an exercise, you know. You 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 you're doing some sport, sex is like a sport, you get fulfilled. and and that's it and everybody go their way so you can see how selfish and how self-centered we are becoming even 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 at the point amen of projecting that selfish attitude amen to our own detriment because the world tells us that if all if 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 you can just focus on yourself you'll become fulfilled you'll become you know a, a happy person But it's proven to be wrong. So, what am I saying? I'm saying that because of the nature of the days that we're living, like the scripture that I've just read in the book of Daniel, all right? I'll read it again. The Bible says in the book of Daniel, amen. Listen to this scripture again. At that time, Michael, the great prince who stands to watch over the people of God, will rise up why would it be rising up something is going to be happening there will be a time of distress one of the manifestation of distress is loneliness there will be a time where people will be greatly distressed when you are distressed amen, you, are, you are you are you you lose balance you lose your sense of focus. You lose your sense of direction. There will be a time, a period, a season. Are we in that season? Of course, yes. It's the same concept that, you know, Timothy was talking about. Perilous time, difficult time, distressful days are upon us. And the manifestation, amen, of distress is that people will withdraw to them into themselves. They will become lonely. Even though they are surrounded with all kinds of, you know, things and maybe even people. But they are not just connecting. They, they become disconnected. Because loneliness is not just about you not having people around you. Loneliness is caused because, amen, you you get disappointed because of certain expectations. Amen. Loneliness, amen, is, is a product of disappointment, is a product, amen, of, of, of not meeting certain targets, certain, you know, uh, uh, expectation. When, when you don't have the right, you know, value system, you don't have the right, you know, uh, uh, you know, if you will, a uh, uh, philosophy to life, you don't have the right connection to how God defines life. Amen. All right, your your life emanates from a value system that is that is, that is that is that is that is that is that is of this world. Amen. That is fallen. That is corrupt. You are gonna get yourself in a state of loneliness because loneliness, like I said, is the absence of joy in our life and joy is a product of the spirit of God rather than the things we have achieved or the people amen that we think should be in our life amen you can have hundred people in your life if those people are not designed to speak to you or are not speaking to God's intention God's plan God's purpose if, if, if you are not amen designed to work together like God said God made for Adam one suitable for him if those people are not suitable for you guess what you will still be lonely like i said many men of god many pastors many leaders many people going to church including those who have gone to church today amen who are going to come out of church still feeling more lonely because what they're expecting amen is not what they're going to get So, these are things that we have to be taught, we have to know, we have to understand. It has to be clear to us, what gives me fulfillment? Where do I get that fulfillment from? Amen. What is the focus? What is the purpose of my existence? You know, you you have to come to terms with certain truths. We have to come to terms with certain knowledge about, you know, about our life. The way God designed it. Not the way the world wants us to see it. Not the way society wants us to see it. Amen. Listen to this. Society cannot give me joy. For all I care, entertainment is entertainment. It it remains there. It cannot, amen. It cannot change. In fact, if it does impact my life, amen, it impacts us, you know, for, for the worse. Because entertainment is like, it's is like, it's like dopamine. It's, you know, it's like a drug. When you, when you take it, amen, it gives you that sense of joy and happiness. Well, not joy, fulfillment, uh, you know, happiness for that period of time. When that thing wears off and the entertainment wears or whatever it is, once it wears off, amen, you feel even more worse than where you were before. And that's why you need more entertainment. You need something more to fill that in. You fill more that gap. All right? So many of us have sought for all kinds of things to keep us. In that state where, amen, where we, we, are, we, are, we are being administered the drugs of entertainment. Like I told us, the world we live in today is, is a world, amen, that, that that is that is preying on our loneliness, amen. That is taking advantage, amen, of the loneliness of the people. In fact, in the world, you know, in some countries, there, there are drugs that, you know, uh, the, the governments, you know, have prescribed for people who are lonely. So, it gives them a sense of joy, amen. Maybe for a few days, few weeks, amen. But once that drug is finished, they need to go back, so they become hooked on drugs, just like you get hooked on 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 cocaine or, or on heroin or whatever it is, marijuana. In fact, now in South Africa, where you know things like marijuana has been made, you know, are acceptable, people can smoke it. You see, young people, you know, where we live on the other side, young children, you know, teenagers smoking India M, They are on marijuana. You, you ask yourself what is going on? you know somebody once told me about you know a young a young boy you know teenager in school already high high why because that's the world that they live in. That's the world they live in if we're not talking about this thing, we're not addressing this thing we are just basically you know deferring the days of destruction because these are the things that would destroy you know humans these are the things that destroy humans in fact I was told that loneliness is is, is one of the is one of the first you know category of you know uh, uh, of uh, uh, self-destructive you know uh, 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 states loneliness that people are lonely is one of the first things that really leads people to commit suicide because people feel lonely. When you feel lonely, you don't have a sense of, you know, expectation again. You don't have a sense of purpose. You don't have, you've you've lost focus. Everything that used to move you, you know, the things that drives your passion in terms of wanting to achieve in life, it's taken from you because that's what loneliness does. It takes your focus away from your sense of worth and value, your sense of achieving for God and, 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 and becoming something in life. It takes that from you and it keeps you locked up in one room amen it causes it, it pushes you to one you know to one corner of your house you lock yourself there and you think well I'm all by myself and there's nothing you do amen to try to to try to minister to that loneliness to try to manage that loneliness that will suffice there's nothing you do those who go into drugs who go into alcohol who go into you know uh, um if you will humanizing all of those things they are just a hype For that moment, they are all momentary things. It it brings you down again. So we need to look at this thing and address them. How do I enter into that realm, into that point where I feel satisfied, I feel fulfilled just by being, you know, a believer or one who loves God? Like I said today, our definition of our love for God has changed. Well, I love God, but I, I want something else. I love God, but I want something else. But yes, you want something else, but you're not even waiting on God, amen, to provide that something else. You you love God, but you're going out of your way, amen, yes, to find things that will fill up, you know. It's like God saying, Abraham, wait for me. And Abraham, he I mean, just could not wait again. He thought, look, the, the age is no longer on my side. And the wife said, hey, but this is my... My servant, go into her. Get yourself a child. You understand? And that's how Ishmael came to this world. Yes, that's what loneliness does. Because loneliness takes our mind away from thinking rational. We, when we become lonely, we no longer think rational. Amen. We, we, we think for the moment. Like I say, people who are lonely are them at the most, you know, vulnerable people. Alright? We, we we become so carried away by the moments. We just you just want something to happen, you just want to get fulfilled, and that's why we're forever addictive to you know, friends, people, you know, we and we're forever addictive to you know our phone. A lot of people are married to their to their device, married to their phone, married to their iPad, their entire world, amen, is around this device, and that's where amen. The world of AI is controlling us, is defining. AI would define the day of joy. If somebody likes what you have posted, maybe you get a hundred like. Ooh, wow, yeah. Somebody likes it, you know. You, you, you feel fulfilled, you feel satisfied. But the day nobody likes it, maybe you get a one like. You know, ever since we have been broadcasting, I made up my mind that my message will not be determined by likes or dislikes. You like it you don't like it, it doesn't really affect me. Oh, if you like it, oh, well, that's good. But if you still don't like it, it still doesn't stop me. Because what I'm saying is not determined, is not based, is not established, amen, on, you know, a a, a thumbs up, amen, or click. No, no, it doesn't. To me, this is just, um, you know, if you will, a channel, you know, a portal for me to communicate truth. In fact, the more people don't like it, the more I know that I'm speaking the truth. Because I know there are days that there are things that I post that can... You know one of those things that like arrows, they go straight for your heart. Yes. And you just see, I know that a lot of people just look at it and just pass by. "Ah, No, 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 this one, no, no. But guess what? That is the truth. That is the truth. The truth is what set us free. We have to become a people, amen, who, who are in love with the truth again. And that is where we begin to, amen, restore our sense of loneliness. Excuse me, where we begin to restore our sense of joy. When we become lovers of the truth. The more you you hate the truth, the more you don't like the truth, the more you shy away from the truth, amen, the more it becomes difficult, amen. Sorry, I think we're dropping in uh, the bandwidth, so uh, I, I can see that it's dropped to uh just voice alone. All right, so please still... Uh, follow me if you're there. Let's see what's going on here. Yeah. I'm sure it will be restored, but just keep following me. Just keep listening to me, or I'm sure you, you can hear me. So, we, we, we have to get to that point where we begin to ask ourselves, what am I seeking for? What am I searching for in life? What is my life all about? Because you have to have this conversation with yourself, not with any other person, not with Isaiah Phillips. Well, if you have if you have it with me, oh, I will be more than glad, amen, to share that moment with you. Yes, I will be, in fact, I will be excellently happy to share that moment with you but you have to have it with yourself and that will speak into your relationship amen yes that that conversation will impact how you're gonna make up your mind and make that decision about who to spend your life with because you can be married and still be lonely you hear what i said you can be you can be married and still be lonely. You can have amen that dream job and still be lonely. Hallelujah. <clears throat> you you can you can come to the point where you are having the things that you have projected for because people think that once amen, I'm able to achieve the things that I've set on my list that at least will give me fulfillment. I, I should be happy. I should be okay. You lie to yourself. Those things, like I said, they, they will give you a temporal sense of fulfillment. All right. You want to move from you know, a two-bedroom apartment to maybe a four-bedroom apartment. That's a goal you've set for yourself. And it's a good goal, particularly if you have a family and and, and and that is achieved. You should, hallelujah, celebrate that. You should be happy about it. If you have a car that is no longer, you know, looking okay and you believe God for a car and God provides that car for you, or somehow, you're able to discipline yourself, put money aside, and you get yourself a good car. Celebrate that, because that is an achievement, but I'm saying that that achievement, amen, is temporal, because tomorrow, you're going to get something else. Tomorrow, you're going to get something else that will be better, or something else, amen, that, uh, uh w- you know, that will be better than that thing that you, because as we grow in life, our values change. Our needs, grow, our needs also changes. Amen. As we grow, what 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 you what you need? Amen. To survive, twenty years ago, amen, are not the same things you need today. In fact, I was sharing with my you know with my children yesterday on that. I said, you know what, you know, when you, me and your mom got you know got married, amen. We we had you know lesser you know lesser responsibility i said but when you Samuel came to you know he came to you know you know was born came into the family and our you know our needs increased and then when jemima was added oh the needs increased now you know Zadok is increased we we become you know i mean and all these people they eat they eat like god knows what (laughs) you understand i was sharing just just this with them yesterday you know as you grow in life your 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 taste, your your need also changes. So you can't say if I can get X Y Z, I will be happy. You lie to yourself because in the next five years, those things that you got, you're gonna realize, that whoa! I need something more. I need something bigger. They said this place is too small for us. Prophet, can you can you help us to get a bigger place? You see, so you you cannot benchmark your life amen or the fulfillment of your life by you know uh, some needs being met or you know somebody comes into your life like i said let me repeat what i've said earlier before marriage does not bring fulfillment into your life oh that's a good one let me repeat it again marriage does not bring fulfillment into your life if if you get married just because you want to escape Amen. Uh, you know, being lonely. You got married because you want to, you know, uh, do something. You, you want to have children. You got married because you think, well, well, I'm I'm getting old, you know, and I need somebody into my life. The the, the the benefit of marriage is good, but to marry because, amen. I want to have children. To marry because I need a man in my life or I need a woman in my life. To marry because I need somebody to help me out. All right, with this, you know load of burden you know i'm you know i'm a single parent so i need a man in my life at least to you know cushion me to give me that support (laughs) then you're married for the wrong reason and this is why, amen, many marriages, amen, end up in divorce because the, the art, the purpose of why God brings two people. Remember, I, I quoted that scripture. The Bible says it's not good for a man to be alone. So it is God in his own infinite wisdom. And remember, anything that God says is not good, we, we need to define why he says it's not good. We need to know why it's not good, amen. We need to know why God decided to say, it's not good for a man to be alone. I will I will make for him and help me. So we begin to get an understanding why marriage was created. Because many of us, our expectations, amen, are wrong. And that's why we end up being, you know, dissatisfied. We end up being, amen, uh, 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 disappointed, amen. Remember, I'll take you back to uh, 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 those four points again, all right? Listen to this. We we, we get disappointed. Disappointment is the number one cause of loneliness because your projection, your expectation is wrong. And many a times, amen, this concept of being disappointed... We're established because we, we we never had people or you know parents to to build for us to establish for us to 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 to, to establish what amen, uh, 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 life is all about. Uh, m- many of the battles we are dealing with today, particularly within the concept of our emotion, amen, are, are based on a wrong value system to life, a wrong value system to life. Many of us, amen, have a wrong view. We have a wrong. We've been taught wrongly. Amen. Many people today have, you know, this, you know, self-entitlement, you know, idea. Uh, Life owes me something, you know. My country owes me something. My family owes me something. My nation owes me something, you know. In fact, that, unfortunately, I must say it, that is the philosophy of most South Africans, you know. Uh, 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 Self-entitlement, you know, philosophy, you know. If the the government doesn't do it for me, we will break it down. If the ANC don't... no, no, the government doesn't owe you anything. Neither does the church owes you anything. In fact, that's why many of us get disappointed when we go to church. Because we place too much expectation. And the expectations are based on falsehood, are based on lie. Our expectation must be, it was supposed to be based on Christ, based on the law. No, we place our expectation on the man. A man that is going through. If the man has his own home, family, you know. And if he decides not to have a family, he still has a problem. So, we cannot, as much as we are called to, to trust and to believe and support, amen, you know, the vision of a church, but we cannot, we cannot put our hope on humans that are, that are but, but a breath. That's what the Bible says. You know, one of the reasons why I'm, I'm doing this broadcast, because there are people into thousands or hundreds of thousands, amen. Who are no longer going to church because they felt disappointed, because they felt you know you know betrayed by a church, by you know some men of God. Many men of God don't even know that what I'm doing, Amen, is to help, Amen, to to bring healing, to bring restoration back to the body of Christ. It's easy to it's easy to start a church and be running some group, yes, and every month you know that X Y Z is coming in, at least money will come in. You'll be no, but when you do this kind of a job that I'm doing. You, you, I'm at the mercy of those who want to give. And if people don't want to give, they don't want to give. That's it. There's nothing I can do. But I understand what it means to run a church because I've run a church for 20 years plus. We've built people. We've built things. We've, we've done all of that. So I, I'm walking in the direction and in the path that I believe God has called me to bring healing to the body of Christ. Because these things, like I said, these are things that maybe you hear in the, in the church, but people will hardly talk about it. We're disappointed we are dissatisfied you you're dissatisfied because you have a wrong value system why are you dissatisfied because you have a wrong value system a wrong value system amen will lead you to conclude to to, to wrongly conclude you will conclude wrong you will see things from amen a prism that god has not designed and of course that will lead to a disconnector you get disconnected you get disconnected because you disillusion. disillusioned. Disillusion means that uh, you don't even know what is right from what is wrong. You, 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 you cannot detect, you cannot define. Amen. If this person is actually saying the truth or, lie, or, or, or lying to me. Amen. Many people are disillusioned about life, about relationship, about themselves. Amen. About the world that they live in. Yes. These are all dimension of what is called living in the days of distress. The distress of the nations. The nation is not just some geographical location. The the, the distress of the nation is not speaking to some real estate. It's not the mountain that is being distressed. It's not the ocean that is being distressed. Come on. It's not the tree that is distressed. It's the people living because of the activity, the belief system, the philosophy that we have imbibed. That is what is causing us to be distressed. We're tired. Some, Some people just tell I'm tired. But they're not just telling you that they are physically tired. They mean they are tired inwardly. And it's real. It's real. This tiredness is real. That tiredness is what, what drains your motivation. And we are realizing that the purpose of Christ, we've drifted away from it. <clears throat> the very purpose of Christ, the very purpose of why we, 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 we claim to have given our life to Christ. Amen? We've derailed from it. The things that Christ came to achieve and to do in our life. We are derailing, we are moving away from those things. And we are just running around, beating around the bush on things that really don't, you know, matter. You know, the peripheries. No. The core things, the main things that ought to give us, amen, a sense of of identity, a sense of worth, a sense of value, a sense of of truth, a sense of existence, a sense of, amen, our, our, you know, Sense of calling in life, we have derailed from those things, and we're just going through some emotion. We're just going through, you know, we we like I said, our churches have been turned to an entertainment center because the world is into entertainment. So uh, we don't want the we don't want our people to go to the world to to get entertained. So let's create our own, you know, version of entertainment. I mean, the world is doing a better job. Of course, that's how it's supposed to be. But the church wants to catch up with the world system. We do everything to appease people without the Spirit of God inspiring us, without the Spirit of God, you know, guiding us. And that's why we are frustrated. We hear a good message, we get excited. But give that message the next, you know, few hours, in fact, hours is much, much. we forget because our mind is focused on something else. Our minds are focused on something else and those are the things that we need to look into. Those are the things we need to understand. Those are the things we need to address or else we are going to be missing God's divine intention. Thank you, Jesus. So, friends, so what do we do? We need to, first of all, understand that the values of our life defines our expectation. Listen to this. The values of our life defines our expectation. So how do we correct our values? We need to go back to the word of God. We need to go back to the word of God. The values that you choose will define your expectation. If you have a wrong value system, your expectation will be automatically wrong. And you will be disappointed. So, I'm saying this, you see, I, I, of course I'm preaching to believers, I want to believe. Or oh, you you are desiring to be a believer. <laughs> the fulfillment of your life is established on the values that God, amen, has Lay down in his word, the fulfillment of your life is defined now. If you're not able to reach that fulfillment, it's important you first of all identify well, God has an expectation for my life. It could be in the area of your relationship, marriage, you know, raising children, having children. What is the plan of God for my life? Money, how, what, 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 what has He called me to do? That is very important. if that is not clear, your your the way you choose things, the way you do things, amen, come on will be misinformed because your expectation speaks to your value system. And your value system speaks into what your decisions. These are things we should be teaching as kingdom people because kingdom is not just about declaring. It's not just about talking. Okay, this is what we want to achieve for God. These are the things we want to do for God. Listen, we can say all of that. But if what you know motivates our life amen, is coming from a different kingdom, is coming from a different source, we will arrive at that source because where the treasure of a man is, that's where his heart is going to be. You can be saying the right thing, but your 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 expectation, your motivation, your inspiration is coming from a different source. So the question is, your your fulfillment begins with you asking yourself, what is the purpose of my existence? What is the purpose of my life? What has God called me, Amen, for? It's from there. Remember, like I said, Genesis 1, God said it's not good for the man to be alone. It wasn't the man that woke up in the morning and said, Hey, wait a minute, I think I need a woman in my life. It is God's idea. It was God who brought it to his attention. In fact, God didn't bring it to his attention. God just said it's not good for a man. He said, I, God, will create for him. God even had to consult Adam. God did not have to consult Adam and say, Adam... Uh, what would you what would you like? Uh what kind of a woman? No, God knew the woman, God knew a man, the instrument that will complement the vision that he has given to him. We're talking about amen breaking away, moving away from the things that will cause us to remain in that state of loneliness. Because, like I said, you can have all the things around you, you can have this the so-called dream, dream, dream relationship, dream marriage, dream home. You can have all of that, amen. Yes and still be disconnected and still be, amen, dissatisfied and unfulfilled. Yes, because uh, there's that thing in your heart that God, amen, has designed, that God has orchestrated for his glory. If your life is not moving towards that direction, if the things you're doing is not projecting towards, amen, yes, fulfilling that for this reason, for this purpose, If you're not moving towards that, you will never find fulfillment. You will never find fulfillment. Yes, you may be having things around you that is giving you temporal sense of achievement, which of course will bring happiness. Remember, happiness is just for a while. Because like I said, today you're happy about something. Tomorrow something better comes. What do you do? You leave that. You go for the better one. Yes, because that's the the nature of man. We all want to improve. We all want something better. All right? Who wants to be using iPhone 4? In the day of iPhone 13, you understand? Who wants to be using iPhone 4? Oh, it's the same iPhone, but no, I'm yes, it's iPhone, but sorry, uh, I've got to upgrade. We all we all desire to amen to upgrade. We, I mean, I was just saying to somebody yesterday. Look, I need a I need a new laptop. My laptop is packing up. This this laptop, you know, for his day was the best, was good. This is a machine. But guess what? With the nature of the job that I'm doing today, the thing, the thing is packing up. That's why sometimes I'm struggling with connection and all of that and all of that. So I said to this guy, please try to come fix this thing for me. By the way, do you have another laptop for me? You know, I I need to buy another one you need to look for something else. Why? Well, because that's what life is all about. The more we grow in life, the more we want to upgrade amen, what we use. Nobody wants to, you know, go and invest in something that, you know, was good for uh, uh, 1980 and say, well, you know, that thing becomes, you know, a a cake. It's something that you must put somewhere, you know, and hang somewhere and say, oh, well, in the 80s, we used to use this, you know, this thing used to be, you know, I, I remember there was a time I was showing my, you know, my, you know, my son a cassette. You know, a cassette. This is a cassette. This is what we used to listen, you know, back in the days. <laughs> you understand? Back in the days, if you don't have a cassette, I mean, if you come to my house, you'll see a pile of cassettes. That's how we used to listen. Now, when cassette, when when, when CD came, guess what? You, 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 everybody wants to, you know, move into, you know, into the realm of CDs. And then I could remember then USB came. And, uh, you know, you, you could actually transfer more music into a USB. Yes. Today, nobody's even using cassette or CD or USB. Everything is streamed online. Music as you want it. And guess what? You can still listen to the music you used to love in the 60s today, all in the cloud. Thanks to the world of AI, they will even select for you, amen, the music. If, if you ever pick two, three, four music, amen, on, on Spotify that you like, Spotify, their AI will go and look for every song and every, you know, a, a music that came around that, you know, that, that year and that sounds like that particular music. And in fact, I've discovered so many music that I thought I've lost. Wow. Wow. You just be, wild. you don't know that you, you are basically giving thanks to AI because all of that is done by, you know, an artificial intelligence, not a human being. So my point is, we all want to develop. We want. We all want to grow. We want improvement in our life, but that doesn't speak to amen, our fulfillment. Fulfillment comes because, amen, you're connected to what God ordained for you. And that connection could be in the gutter could be in in a shack could be god knows where because it, it that that fulfillment has nothing to do with external you know influence the external influence is 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 a validation to that which is is already inside to that which you have already approved on the inside it's not the external that's why sex does not bring fulfillment even in marriage so, well if we can just have more sex we will no 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 it doesn't it, it, it may enhance amen yes your 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 closeness but at the end of the day what would define two people to advance in life it will be speaking to the core purpose of why God brought them to together. You see, we cannot make the main thing, amen, the minor thing. And we make the minor thing the major thing. No, we've got to understand the, the, the minor keys and the major keys in the things of God, amen. The major must be, must remain major, amen. Sex is not major. It is, it is, it is the intimacy, amen, that is connected by, 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 by the sense of purpose, amen, that God brings two people together. That intimacy is beyond sex. So if we think, oh, well... If only I can just, wow, no, nah. no, no, no. You can't be having sex all your life, every second of your life. There's something bigger than that. Sex is a consummation, amen, of a love that goes beyond words, that goes beyond feeling. That's why the, the more you do those things, oh, well, I can just have a sex, where well, you have a sex, uh, you discover that uh, both of you hate yourself the more. <laughs> why? Because God didn't give us sex, amen. Yes. To just give us pleasure, God give us sex to cons- to consummate His purpose and His intention in our lives. The same thing with money. If I can just throw money to Him or throw money to to her, maybe I, no, 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 no. The more they try, the more the the more. Amen. Uh, 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 what was her name? Now you know the second wife of of Job, of of. Of Jacob, tried to do everything, you know, to get the attention. Amen. Of Jacob, Jacob kept loving, amen. The the woman that he 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 desired, and that's how, of course, the nation of Israel were birthed. <laughs> Can you imagine that a nation was birthed, man out of you know what he loves and that which well he had to do with. So you know why amen, the nation of Israel, you know, came came out the way they came out? How you know, certain certain tribe, amen, went crazy? Yes, because how we birth things define the fruit and the nature that they produce and manifest. The heart of Jacob was for Rachel, not for not for the sister. But but the father said no. In our in our in our tradition, we don't give a man uh, 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 the younger daughter, you know, before the uh, uh, before the elders. No, we have to. The elders must marry first. So Jacob had to serve another seven years for what he wanted. So the love that was coming from a man, the, the the senior sister, was not a true love because that's not what he wanted. And we have to understand all of this thing. You see, there was disappointment, there was dissatisfaction, there was disconnection. No matter what that lady did, say, okay, now I've given him Ruben, now I've given him this, I've given him Nafitali. it would know. All those names did not really make a difference. Are we understanding this, friends? Because we have to sort this out if we, are, if we are going to advance. And if we have found ourselves in a state where, you know, our expectation was wrong because we didn't know better we made the wrong choice and of course many of us did god allow us for a reset god allow us amen to come back for amen yes a correction i know there's are certain correction that cannot be corrected i mean you cannot decide to say well i'm gonna leave that person and i'm gonna go marry someone else because uh well you are not the right person for me but sorry you've already made that choice And the prayer is, God, please bring a change. The decisions I made were wrong. I'm finding myself, rather than being fulfilled, rather than being happy, rather than having joy, I'm finding myself being drawn away, being moved away. I want to serve you, but the things around me is is really fighting that. Help me, grant me grace, wisdom. God can do it for us. Why? Because he's a God of miracles. But we have to identify our mistakes, our flaws. We have to identify, amen, where we have gone wrong. We have to identify that, amen, our value systems were wrong. We have to identify that, amen, we allow the world to pressure us into things that we did not necessarily want or like, amen. Some of us allowed our parents, yes. Allowed our parents to push us, to make us do things, to make us choose things. Some of us is the circumstance around us, yes. We were forced into decision positions, amen. That we didn't want, but because we know somehow it will bring, you know, some some sense of uh, uh, provision, maybe balance, you know, to our life, to our homes, to our family. That's why they say the force of love cannot be quenched, the fire of love cannot be quenched by by all the waters of this world. Why? Because there's there's more to love than just. You know uh, uh, the the idea of the world system than just you know sex and just you know good feelings. There's more to our life, amen, than what we have reduced it to, and to what the world is reducing it to. I'm saying this, friends. I'm I be- I I believe that we will we'll have to you know look at this again because this will define how we see our sense of spirituality. All I've said this morning is all about you getting your spiritual, you know, uh, uh, reading right again, getting your spiritual alignment corrected again because for all I care, you can be going to church for the wrong reason. You can be be praying for the wrong reason. You, You can be doing what sounds godly for the wrong reason. But if you're complete on the inside, amen. If you're if you have become one on the inside, if 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 you understand the ways of God, as sometimes the ways of God, amen.